now it's time for USC Trojan Talk with Coach Harvey High. Brought to you by Terribles. Listen to the coach each week on KSHP AM 1400 and follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey High. And now, here's Coach Harvey High. Well, thank you and good evening and good morning, everyone. Live in Las Vegas, Nevada, on this beautiful Thursday evening. We want to thank Terrible Herbs and Miller Coors for the sponsorship weekly of USC Trojan Talk. And in the Inland Empire, every Saturday morning between 11 and 12, that's right, year-round USC Trojan Talk. If you've been following us the entire year, especially during the football season, Coach Harvey Hyde has what he calls his 12-pack, where he puts together the top 12 teams in the country, and the number one team in the country is the team he'd least want to play this coming Saturday. It doesn't necessarily mean they're 10-0. They could be 6-3. and But he knows who's healthy and wealthy and who's ready to play, and maybe they're a little mad and have a chip on their shoulder, so Coach doesn't want to play them. This segment weekly is brought to us by Meadows Bank, as he says, and they say, is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank consistently exceeding your expectations. Well, who's number one? I think you all agree that Georgia is the number one football team in the country. They continually prove that to me. And they've done it again, so why should I even talk about them? I don't want to play them, okay, unless it's for the national championship, and I have to. Number two, the Buckeyes from Ohio State. They're peaking. They have so much depth. they got great players. they got a running game, a passing game, the receivers, the defensive line. Great players. They've learned how to win there. It's tradition. I don't want to play Ohio State. Now, it gets down to who's three and four. Three, I think it's Tennessee. You know, they've really been on a roll. Their only loss so far was to the number one team in the country. How can you hold that against them in Georgia? So uh, Tennessee, with all their superstars and speed and defense and quickness, I don't want Tennessee, especially if they have a chip on their shoulder, which I think they have now after losing to Georgia. Number four from the Big Ten, Michigan. They deserve it. They're on a roll. They're going to meet Ohio State here shortly. So I'm going to give them the doubt that uh, with an offensive line like they have and the way they can run the football and they're really playing aggressive defense, I don't want to play Michigan, especially in the big house. Number five, this is a tough one. I went back and forth and who's number five because they're the team that would move up next. But I have TCU. I think they deserve it. They've gone through the... Big 12, they've answered the bell, they're uh, undefeated, and I say, you know what, let's put them at five, they deserve it. I don't want to play them, though, because they got the big-time quarterback, and they don't give up. They come from behind all the time. You wondered why I put Alabama, well, I've got Alabama in my <laughs> number six. I don't want a thing to do with Nick Saban, when you think about who he's lost to, well, he's lost to my number one team, or not my number one team. He's lost to my number three team, which is Tennessee, and he lost to uh, Mrs. Oh, he beat Mrs. Beat Mississippi uh, there at the end of the game, and he lost to LSU uh, on the last play of the game when they went for two points. So Alabama chip on his shoulder. I don't want to have Nick Saban in my house, or I don't want to be in his house. So I got them number six, number seven, LSU. 
Brian Kelly's team is on a roll. They've learned how to win. They bought in. He's a very disciplined coach, and uh, they're getting it done. They're believing, and they're on a roll. Number eight, I've got uh, Penn State. Now, Penn State, you know, they're sort of a quiet number eight, but their only losses are to Michigan and Ohio State. They're eight and two. So Joe, not Joe Paterno, but Joe Paterno built that house. But I don't want a thing to do with Penn State, especially when they have a whiteout there at Penn State. Number nine, I've got USC, the Trojans. Yeah, I'll tell you what, they find a way to win. They've got such great team speed. They play hard on defense. And uh, now I'm a believer. I don't want to play USC. I've got them number nine. Number 10, I've got the Ducks from Oregon. Talented team. Uh, when Knicks is on, they're going to be tough to beat. And it'd be my luck that he's on the day I play them. So I've got them number 10. I don't want the Ducks from Oregon. Number 11, Lane Kiffin's Mississippi team. Ole Miss. I tell you, he's got a coach. He coaches them really well. They've got a better running game than you'd think they'd have. He's a great offensive mind on defense. They play great defense. So I got Ole Miss number 11. And number 12, I've got Dabble Sweeney. Here we go with a traditional school again. The Clemson Tigers. And I'll tell you what, they can play, and they've got a chip on their shoulder. And I think they're getting better quarterback play now. So I've got Clemson number 12. So that's what I call my 12-pack. So the number one team in my 12-pack, and that's Georgia. I don't want a thing to do with Georgia this week in college football. Now, I know a lot of you agree with me and a lot of you don't agree with me, but, you know, if you want to put your own poll together, go ahead. And sometimes it's not as easy as you think, especially when you think about you might have to play them. So, again, I want to thank Meadows Bank for the sponsorship of our 12-pack weekly. They say, is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit that today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank, consistently exceeding your expectations. So we're going to take a short time out. And when we come back, Chuck Hayes is going to be joining us. I'm going to talk about tradition. UCLA, USC, some of the great moments in great football rivalries as, such as what Southern California can give you. Again, in the uh, Inland Empire, we welcome all of you on Saturday morning, 11 to 12 on AM 1490 on your dial. And in uh, Las Vegas, of course, we thank all of you for buckling up and riding along with us. And we especially thank Terrible Herbs and Miller Coors. I'm Harvey Hyde. We'll take the short time out with you. Fight on. We'll be right back. the years, Terribles has created deliberately different programs for our loyal customers, such as Gas for Life, Game Day Giveaway, and many more. And now, Terribles is excited to introduce the all-new Shop, Spin, and Win game, exclusively on the Terribles Social House app. Just scan your app award code while making a qualifying purchase at any participating Terribles location and Shop, Spin, and Win directly from your phone. Looks like I'm going to see you at Terribles, right? Terribles. Deliberately different since 1959. Welcome to Allstate, where we bring it all together. And bundling your home and auto is good, right? And it saves you up to 25%. 
Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Call Missy Chadwick. Allstate Insurance. 702-451-4409. Bundled savings discounts will vary by state. Saving up to 25% is a countrywide average of savings off the home policy. Combining the multiple policy discount for having auto insurance with Allstate and the welcome discount savings at enrollment. Hello, everybody. Brent Musburger here to tell you about this year's fabulous Las Vegas Bowl. This December 17th, the FCC and the Pac-12 get it on. It's East Coast versus West Coast in a heavyweight matchup in the entertainment capital of the world. It's big hits. It's big plays. It's Vegas, baby. The SEC, the Pac-12, it's the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Get your tickets today at LVBowl.com. Get it on. It's Walker's 29th home for the holidays, and we're filling 35 homes with furniture for those in need. If you know of a family or individual in need, please submit your letter explaining their situation. Go to walkerfurniture.com and click on the Home for the Holidays link. Or mail to Larry Altwitz, 301 South Martin Luther King Boulevard, 89106. The need in our community is greater than ever. Please send in your letters today and help make a difference in someone's life. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. Where at? Well... Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Big Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine & More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertson's, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. 
Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk, live in Las Vegas, Nevada, this Thursday evening, brought just by Terrible Herbs at Miller Coors. And in the Inland Empire, Saturday morning, we welcome you on AM 1490 on your dial year-around. Our next segment is brought to us by Mercedes-Benz of Henderson, proud sponsors of USC Trojan Talk. Go on out there, enjoy our being showed around, the new car, used car, maybe they want to, you want to sell your car. You can do it all at Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. Give them a call for an appointment at 702-485-3000. That's 702-485-3000. Or go to www.mbofhenderson. Chuck Hayes joins us here. Chuck, uh, good evening. Good morning to you, my man. How's things going? Well, Coach, it's the greatest time of the year. This is what we uh, wait all season for. You know, we prep, we work, we work. When the schedule comes out, we look at the date, we circle it, and then uh, as it gets closer, we speculate on what the time. Is it going to be at 12.30? Is it going to be at 3.30? Is it going to be at 5? Is it going to be at 7.30? And uh, we know that uh, this Saturday will be at 5 p.m., a little bit later day. Uh, You know, one of the great things when I was uh, growing up on the East Coast is that we would get the – SCU-UCLA game after Michigan-Ohio State, and the weather would be spectacular. Uh, People would be in shirt sleeves, and I said to myself, hmm, it's about 22 degrees in uh, southeastern Connecticut, and it's 75 and sunny in uh, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. I think I know where I want to be in November. It is. It's a be- and the weather can't be better, Chuck, as far as here in Southern California at this time. And, uh, Chuck, how would you match this matchup as far as with other national television uh, games, as far as conference rivalries, Alabama, Auburn, Michigan, as you said, Ohio State? Where would you put, you being from the East Coast, where is the USC-UCLA rivalry? Uh, where is it nationally as far as in your mind? Well, I think it always benefited when SC played Notre Dame early because then people on the East Coast got dialed in on what was going on in regards to uh, usually SC had a Heisman um, candidate at tailback or quarterback, and you'd have some momentum during the course of the year, and then you'd end the season with SC-UCLA. So this year it's a little bit in reverse because they played Notre Dame afterwards. But I think what happened back pre-cable, when broadcast only had three channels, yes, there was a time when that happened, and ABC had the uh, had the deal, and that meant you got Chris Schenkel uh, with um, Woody Hayes or Frank Broyles or uh, Bud Wilkinson, depending on the schedule and, and who did what. And I think one of the things that really... Uh, put SC on the map is the year that uh, OJ ran uh, on the big touchdown run, 64 yards. Uh, the year before, it was uh, Gary Beeman from UCLA winning the Heisman. And uh, that trend of, of after Mike Garrett uh, really lifted USC from a national standpoint. Uh, they left, uh, John McKay left in 75 to go to Tampa uh, in regards to, excuse me, he left in uh, in 77 to go to Tampa, uh, and that's when John Robinson took over. So there was that McKay era, there was that huge football game when they won 55-24. Uh, 
but getting through UCLA and, and really the atmosphere of the Coliseum when both teams played there, each team in their home jerseys, the stadium split 50-50, and also the Hollywood aspect of it, which ABC really sold. Chuck Hayes joins us here on USC Trojan Talk. I'm Harvey Hyde. Chuck, uh, how do you think the television networking and the times of the games have made a difference in this big rivalry? Like, for example, early in the year, UCLA was playing in the morning, 11 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 11.30 games. USC had a lot of 7.30 games. In fact, I think they had three or four 7.30 games. Now, a lot of this people don't watch on the East Coast or Midwest or so on. How has that hurt the national image as far as the Pac-12 and these big rivalry games, in your mind, as far as the way you look at it? Well, not being there now, I can't really tell. I know there's hardcore college football fans who want to see that game, and they'll find it. But they also find something to do the later the game is in the day, or you wait, or you got to go out to dinner. Uh, there's all those little plans that happen around families. You know, there's 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 appointment television, and uh, that's the challenge. A lot of times, that's the advantage of the National Football League, where you know your team's kicking at 105 or 125, or at 4 o'clock, or the late game, uh, like Monday Night Football used to be. So knowing when the game is on, I think a lot of people miss if they're not following it or they don't know, and there's such an impact now in the SEC on their broadcast time of 3.30 Eastern for the game of the week in the SEC, I think that really takes a lot of uh, uh, energy out of some of the uh, the West Coast games. Chuck, uh, when you look at the games now, you look at the USC-UCLA game that's coming up, uh, the impact of it, if it's in the Coliseum, would there be much talk about it's a sellout? This year, or this week, they're saying and making a big to-do about the game this this week in the Rose Bowl, that it's a sellout. Yet, people keep uh, talking about, yes, it's a sellout, but they still got the curtains over part of the stadium. Are your thoughts on that? Well, if you're a USC person, that just points at UCLA uh, manipulating the system, if you will controlling the capacity. Uh, there was a time when all the tickets, uh, 92.5, were distributed equally. They cut it right in half so that each school would have equal representation, but that's changed. And economics being what they are, there's a reason for that. Uh, we don't know about the suite situation and how they count those in regards to available tickets, but it's interesting, you know, in 1988, when I was at Long Beach State, we played UCLA in the Rose Bowl. We played probably in front of about, I would say, 35, 45,000 people. They ended up the season number three in the country. That day, when USC came to play UCLA in the Rose Bowl, the crowd was 100,741. Think about that number. That's 30,000 more people in the Arroyo getting in there. We don't hear them complaining. We don't remember that as being an issue. That was the uh, measles game when Rodney Pete was in the hospital and Aikman was up for the Heisman. But think about that, Coach. If they announced that this game was a sellout at 100,741 in the Rose Bowl, what that meant economically? 
It did, and uh, you talked to about now today as far as the parking and all the concessions and everything that's involved in it as far as uh, what it takes to run a Rose Bowl and also to the schools. It would be great uh, revenue generated for both universities and also uh, for the Rose Bowl. And I think the Rose Bowl, too, is being, say, hurt uh, definitely because of the smaller crowds, because of the amount of revenue that's generated because of the smaller crowds. But, Chuck, when you look at this capacity crowd in the Rose Bowl, they're saying sold out. You see 16,000 tickets from UCLA students, and you see 6,500 uh, student tickets from USC. When you look at those, I have a hard time believing all 16,000 of the UCLA tickets were purchased why, well, I know the 6,500 from USC were purchased. Well, I think what happens, I'm sure, like, uh, and I haven't been dialed into this in a while, we used to be able to buy at SC a student um, uh, package where you would have season tickets for football and basketball, an activity card, they called it. And that was a guarantee, and you just brought your ID and your and your coupon and you got your ticket, and you sat where you sat. And so they would control the section. I'm sure you'll see the cardinal and gold pom-poms in those seats uh, when they're set aside. And those two schools work together to make sure that goes. But, again, this always meant something bigger. This was This was not a home game for advantage, like, oh, you know, we don't want to be overwhelmed at home. Uh, this was something that developed when SC and UCLA shared the Coliseum. When UCLA left to go play in Pasadena, I think the rules changed a little bit because of that. But I'm not sure exactly when they stopped splitting the, the arena. It might have been um, post the 88 season when I talked about having 100,741 in the house, you know then then the tickets were, were pretty much uh, split equally. Chuck Hayes joins me. I'm Harvey Hyde, USC Trojan Talk here every uh, Thursday night in Las Vegas and Saturday morning in the Inland Empire. Chuck, your, your, your reason, why do you think the crowds are smaller. Why? Do you think it's because of the national television, or I'd rather sit at home? Is it ticket prices? What is it? I think it's access um, and, and getting them. And before, there was a, a market where, you know, the ticket offices, uh, people had season tickets, they had hard tickets. And I'm not saying it makes it difficult, but now when you go with the digital ticket, you got to get your phone involved. You got to offload your ticket. You got to do a lot of things in order to get them before you can get your hands on the tickets. And I love those stubs. I mean, people collected those just like concert tickets, coach. Everyone used to save their ticket stubs from their, their favorite shows. People did that for, for football games also. And I think one of the things that happens is you underestimate the tradition part. I think another thing too, in regards to USC is the support groups. This used to be a huge fundraiser for all the support groups because they would have a huge tailgate and you know we walked them where you knew where you to find the parties and, and where to go and everyone 
I'm not saying they tried to outdo themselves. They did what they did. The Newport Beach Club, the Palm, De- uh, Palm Desert Club, the uh, San Gabriel Club, the San Fernando Valley Ventura. E- each one of them had great tailgates where you had access to, and that's where you could always get tickets. People were always looking to, to help each other. That's the thing that I think is really missing in this. The congeniality on the Trojan side, and I can't speak to what's going on in Westwood, but that was a huge part. All those people that ran those clubs were very interactive with each other because they helped each other because they knew it benefited the SC family. And I think, you know, again, whenever the game would be played in Pasadena, you know, the uh, San Gabriel Trojan Club, that was the, the ranking. You, you went through them to get through to everything else that was going on. Chuck, do you still think there's that same excitement? You went to USC. Do you think it's, there's that same excitement on campus as far as Tommy Trojan, guarding Tommy Trojan, fraternity row, everybody making this a special week uh, before Thanksgiving, the whole package? Do you think that excitement is still there? Coach, I don't know because I think the demographics of the student bodies changed a little bit, but I think the passion is still there because they've overcome the bad taste in their mouth that was the last I don't know, five to seven years of the Clay Helton uh, error, and I'm spelling that E-R-R-O-R. Nothing against Clay. Good luck to him and uh, the rest of the gang of, of what he was doing. But this is a different deal. In a perfect world, if we could flash back, we'd be doing this show at Julie's, and all our friends from all over the years would be there with us, all the great Trojans, and we would go, Commercial-free, not commercial-free for our sponsors, but you understand what I mean, for maybe three hours. And all the great Trojans and all the great stories would be told. And to me, that will always be, because I have those memories. Chuck, let's talk about one of those memories here. One of them was down in uh, Anaheim when uh, we did a two- or three-hour show uh, when they were roasting Craig Furtick. Uh, and he called you always Barstow, Barstow Chuck. Uh, let's tell that story. The, the way it was and the way that event went on and the fun and the gathering and the excitement about the Trojans all getting together with Traveler down there in Anaheim with us. Well, Coach, here's the thing. We mentioned that staff under Coach McKay going to Tampa and they really never had a send-off. And they decided that they were going to do a, a, a deal for Craig in regards to his uh, legacy. And they brought them all back. Terry Donahue was on the dais. Um, John Hewitt, Heisman Trophy winner from Notre Dame. Dave Levy, Mike Garrett. Um, did I mention Terry Donnie? Wayne Fonts. Wayne Fonts. Wayne Fonts. That that great uh, that great group. And we did a show where we were supposed to have in a group in order all the people that were part of the um, dais. Well, of course, Coach uh, <laughs> Coach McKay was first. I mentioned Rod Sherman was also on that on that deal, and. Dick Beam, who was Coach Coach McKay's driver and guy that worked with him in Tampa, he said, Coach, can I get you something? He goes, yeah, 
give me a see-through, give me a cocktail. So he sat down, and he got into it and so comfortable telling stories. And we used to have him on Super Bowl night, which was the greatest from the desert. We'd wrap up the football season, Super Bowl night on a Sunday night, talking with John McKay from Palm Desert. Well, this was a chance to do it in person. And he started telling stories about recruiting Bobby Valentine from Connecticut when he found out I was from Connecticut and that he was battling the Dodgers and Rod Dato and all those good stories. And then, you know, Hal Betzel and Craig and all the guys and Notre Dame and Aeroparsegian. And he just kept going on and on and on. And you'd break for a commercial and he'd look at you and, you know, have a, have a sip of his drink and, the other guy started getting backed up, but who's going to push John McKay off the uh, the microphone? Nobody. And we went two full hours with Coach McKay. That's to me, it seems surreal even to think about. We just kept looking at each other, going, "How is this going to be? We got people waiting. I mean, great people. We got Heisman Trophy winners backed up, but Coach McKay was in his element. He was in his element, and know what's going to." Uh interrupt him and say, Coach, it's time. And I wasn't either. I was hosting the show, and I said, there's no way I'm going to say, that's it, Coach. Nice to have you with us. Can you imagine that, Coach? Coach, you're you're done. (laughs) No, you're done. I don't think so. Hey, just want to roll with stories of the past of the USC-UCLA rivalry in the game. So, on Chuck, I did the pregame show for years down at the Coliseum, right on the Parasol end where, I mean, groups of people would gather. Uh, I know a lot of people out there listening remember that time. And uh, let's talk about the time you and I were on the freeway going to the USC-UCLA game. I want to tell this story because it's something special. I was driving. There was Martin Luther. We were at the Martin Luther King turnoff. Let's tell them what happened. Well, Coach, it was an early morning game. It was, I believe, a 12.30 kick. And so that meant we had to get up a little bit earlier and uh, I told you we got to leave at eight o'clock, and you said eight o'clock. I said, Coach, we got is it's sold out. There's going to be ninety two five there, and he said, Okay, okay. You were a little grudgingly, you know, you didn't want to leave past the heat of that early, but we did, and we got down the freeway. That wasn't too bad, but then when we got to King after uh, exposition, it just stopped. And it's about, I would say, 9.30 in the morning. We're rolling along, and it just gridlock, absolutely gridlock. And we waited about a half an hour. And you said, you know, i got to be on the air at about 10 o'clock because it's a 12.30 kick, and, you know, you got a production meeting and all the things that go on. i got to go. <laughs> I said, okay, Coach. So you put it in park. You went around and got your briefcase out of the trunk and started hoofing it down the right side of the uh, the runoff road. And I'm back in the driver's seat listening to the radio station that you're going to be on. And you hoofed it probably a lot longer than you thought it was going to take to come off that exit ramp, take a right, and then cut across by where the sports arena was still standing, which is now the uh, the soccer stadium. Tell us from that standpoint. Once you started rolling, what were you? What were your thoughts as you started walking down that ramp on the way to Exposition Park? Well, people didn't know what was happening because I'd walk up by their car and they I startle them. They'd see me and I'm going down there, you know, dressed sort of 
casual, but yet dressed and with a briefcase. So I wondered what they were thinking. And when I got down at the bottom, I kept looking at my watch because I knew we were going on the air. I always went on two hours before the game. So finally I got to the stage and they were in a panic because they didn't know where I was. I, you and I used to always get to early, walk around and talk to people and so on, sort of welcome them to the broadcast. They were sort of panicked thinking I wasn't going to be there, but I ran on the stage and we opened the show and eventually I saw you come down and we had a great show, but those stories happen. And a lot of times we never have a chance to tell these stories and I want to do it here on this show. But Chuck, we got to take a short time out. Again, we want to welcome all of you to our USC Trojan Talk show in the Inland Empire every Saturday morning from 11 to 12. And for all of you out there, I don't know if you, you love Monday Night Football like I do, but you got you got to get over to the Pigskin Party at the Tukut Lounge at the Yamavar Resort and Casino every Monday at 5.15. Take a friend, meet a friend, get on over there, uh, watch some great football, have something to eat. You can do it there at the Yamaha Resort and Casino. Monday nights at the Two Coot Lounge. So we want to buckle up. Again, we want to thank our sponsor for this segment. That's Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. Proud sponsors of USC Trojan Talk. Get on out there and take a look at what they can offer you. And again, or give them a call and make an appointment. 702-485-3000. at 702-485-3000. Or go to www.mbofhenderson. You're listening to USC Trojan Talk. Live in Las Vegas, Nevada, brought just by Terrible Hips and Miller Coors. Buckle up. I'm Harvey Hyatt Chuck Hayes. Fight on. We'll be right back. For our loyal customers, such as Gas for Life, Game Day Giveaway, and many more. And now, Terribles is excited to introduce the all-new Shop, Spin, and Win game, exclusively on the Terribles Social House app. Just scan your app award code while making a qualifying purchase at any participating Terribles location and Shop, Spin, and Win directly from your phone. Looks like I'm going to see you at Terribles, right? Terribles. Deliberately different since 1959. The 134th Tournament of the Roses Parade in Pasadena. This year's parade, Monday, January the 2nd, 2023. Bringing the New Year's this year's theme, Turning the Corner. Parade starts at 8 a.m. You'll enjoy floats, equestrian bands, plus many other tracks. You won't want to miss it. That's Monday, January the 2nd, 2023 in Pasadena. For ticket information for all events and various parade locations, call 626-795-4171 or go to www.sharpseating.com. Klondike Casino is getting ready for the football season. Yes, it's in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway, 444 West Sunset Road. How about some of the football contests? The Gridiron Gold Rush Football Pick'em Contest. Play for free every week at the Klondike. The William Hill Sportsbook Football Contest. $1.2 million in available prizes. Play two contests a week at the Klondike and double your chances. A great place to gather with friends. Enjoy a meal at the Klondike Grill, serving up fresh food fast. All the games you love from the strip in the comfort of a neighborhood casino with great rewards from the Players Club. Game day is every day at the Klondike Casino. Welcome to Allstate, where we bring it all together. And bundling your home and auto is good, right? And it saves you up to 25%. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. 
Call Misty Chadwick, Allstate Insurance, 702-451-4409. Bundled savings discounts will vary by state. Saving up to 25% is a countrywide average of savings off the home policy. Combining the multiple policy discount for having auto insurance with Allstate and the welcome discount savings at enrollment. Have you heard about Standish Law? Yes, Standish Law, Las Vegas' premier family law firm. Ranked among the top ten in client satisfaction by the American Institute of Family Lawyers and proud to be rebel sponsors. If you are going through a divorce, you want them on your side. Schedule your appointment at standishlaw.com. That's standishlaw.com or call 702-998-9344. Pizza, pizza, pizza. If you're like me, pizza is not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Cetabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand-tossed. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Hyde. You're listening to USC Trojan Talk brought to us all in Las Vegas by Terrible Herbs and Miller Coors. Joining me is Chuck Hayes. Uh, with us, we call him the Iron Man in not only Las Vegas, but the Inland Empire Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial. Our next segment is brought to you by Budget Card Truck Rental in Las Vegas. Give them a call if you need a car or truck by just simply calling 702 736 one, two, one, two. Chuck, earlier in our show, you referred to an O.J. Simpson run that you can remember in the UCLA-USC game in the Rose Bowl. I can remember that run itself. It was 30 or 28 pitch to the left, or 29 pitch it must have been to the left, but they flopped the line stand, so that would have been 28 pitch to the left, left 28 pitch. What about other great moments that you can remember in the UCLA-USC game? Well, Coach, just to be, you know, specific on that one, that happened in the Coliseum because it wasn't until No, 82. I don't think so. Yeah, no, but the that... long run against UCLA when the Audible, it was Steve Soggy. It was either uh, Toby Page. Oh, no, you're Steve right. Soggy. You're right. Right. It was a Rose Bowl game. He ran that other one. You're right. Right. Exactly. We, he, had, he had a lot of long runs, Coach. I mean, there's no doubt. And I, I think when you look at big plays in that, in that game in, in regards to what goes on, is let's give um, the first one that I ever saw with uh, under two minutes to go. Tom Ramsey, who later became a friend of both of ours, got pulled by Terry Donahue and brought Jay Schrader in. 
and uh, SC had the game locked up. And you got a defensive backfield that includes Dennis Smith, superstar for the Denver Broncos, Joey Browner, who should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame from the Minnesota Vikings, and a guy named Ronnie Lott, who, by the way, has a, an award named after him. And the other corner was Jeff Fisher. So they ran this uh, uh, swing route to Freeman McNeil, and, and Schrader hadn't really thrown that many balls all year long. Great player, ended up playing for the uh, Washington uh, Redskins back in the day. Re- replaced Ramsey because they weren't moving anything. And he basically um, threw the ball, and Jeff Fisher's five foot ten, and he got his hand up on it and tipped the ball up in the air right in front of the SC bench, and Free McNeil ran 58 yards to score to beat them in 1980. And that was, to me, that was my first SCUCLA game watching it in person. And, again, I cannot stress how great it was to see both teams on that date, November 22nd, 1980, with UCLA winning 20-17 to in a time when none of them could go to the Rose Bowl. Remember, all they had of the 10 Pac-10 teams, five were on probation. The next year, 81, USC was ranked 10th in the country, November 21st, 1981, and UCLA was going to win. Norm Johnson, great field goal kicker, was going to come in and drill a makeable field goal. And George Achika snuck in and blocked the kick on the last play of the game, and SC wins 22-21. The next year, November 20th, 1982, First year UCLA is in the Rose Bowl. They're ranked number 11 in the country. SC scores. They go for two. Carl Morgan sacks our great friend Scott Tinsley. Game over, 20 to 19. So when you ask me about three games, 80, 81, 82, those are my first three memories of watching SC UCLA in person. And coach, I want to mention. That that roast that we went to when Coach McKay sat with us, think about this, August 10th, 2000. Amazing. All the years and all the stories and all the people that that night was August 10th in the summertime of 2000. I remember that, and I'll never forget that. How about the uh, game uh, USC-UCLA when Dwayne Walker was the defensive coordinator and USC was undefeated and was going to win a national championship and UCLA beat SC 13-9. Coach, I've been to the Rose Bowl a lot of times. I still think the Rose Bowl is echoing from that football game. That was probably one of the more intensive... It's always intense. It's a battle. That day, I was representing the Emerald Bowl of San Francisco, and we had already had Florida State committed, and we were hoping that UCLA, if they you know, did, had a good showing against SC, because SC was going to go to the national championship. They were number two in the country, USC. They had 63 games where they scored 20-plus points or more. And UCLA and Dwayne's defense shut him down 13-9. And I'll never forget, because with the under two minutes, they called they had a TV timeout. Both teams, UCLA started it. They started bouncing on the sideline together as a group. 
and they started bouncing, and the next thing you know, they're bouncing, and they're out to the hash marks. Well, SC saw them getting pumped up, and they started bouncing also. And the rest were huddling down near the goal line, and all of a sudden they turned around, and, they're, and the crowds are going nuts. And both teams are bouncing towards each other. And there's going to be a little bit of a extracurricular activity while there's a TV timeout going on. The officials got there. They got the coaches to get them back. And SC uh, ended up losing because of that great, um, I think it was Marvin Goodwin, jumped up and, uh, and picked that ball off from John David Booty. So here I am, a guy that loves SC, but also worked at UCLA. I did missionary work at UCLA for UCLA Unicamp. I loved Gary Beeman when I was younger. I'm in the dressing room in the Rose Bowl with UCLA celebrating. And you know what they do? They pop soda cans and water. You've seen that thing where they, they, they splash everybody around. That's a brewing tradition. I'm in the middle of that because I'm telling their coach, that they're coming to San Francisco to play in the Emerald Bowl. I walk outside of the UCLA dressing room, and who's the first person I see wearing a Cardinal blazer with a look on his face that if you saw it, you would run, coach. And he made eye contact with me, and that was Mike Garrett. He was standing outside the SC dressing room, which is right across the way from the UCLA dressing room, and he's looking at me like, what are you doing in there? And I didn't even say anything to him. I just waved to him and kept going because that was not a happy day in Troyland. It took you a while to get back in that office again. I'm going to tell you that right now. Chuck, I went over the first segment, so we got to take a short time out. Again, I'm Harvey Hyde with Chuck Hayes. You're listening to USC Trojan Talk in the Inland Empire Saturday morning from 11 to 12 in Las Vegas. You're listening live to USC Trojan Talk, brought to you by Terribles and Miller Coors. And remember, in the Inland Empire, go on over to the Pigskin Party at the Tuku Lounge every Monday night for Monday Night Football at the Yamaha Resort and Casino. Buckle up. Fight on. Through the years, Terribles has created deliberately different programs for our loyal customers, such as Gas for Life, Game Day Giveaway, and many more. And now, Terribles is excited to introduce the all-new Shop, Spin, and Win game, exclusively on the Terribles Social House app. Just scan your app award code while making a qualifying purchase at any participating Terribles location and Shop, Spin, and Win directly from your phone. Looks like I'm going to see you at Terribles, right? Terribles. Deliberately different since 1959. Hello, everybody. Brent Musburger here to tell you about this year's fabulous Las Vegas Bowl. This December 17th, the FCC and the Pac-12 get it on. It's East Coast versus West Coast in a heavyweight matchup in the entertainment capital of the world. It's big hits. It's big plays. It's Vegas, baby. The SEC, the Pac-12, it's the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Get your tickets today at LVBowl.com. Get it on. 
the 134th Tournament of the Roses Parade in Pasadena. This year's parade, Monday, January the 2nd, 2023. Bring in the New Year's, this year's theme, Turning the Corner. Parade starts at 8 a.m. You'll enjoy floats, equestrian bands, plus many other tracks. You won't want to miss it. That's Monday, January the 2nd, 2023 in Pasadena. For ticket information for all events and various parade locations, call 626-795-4171 or go to www.shotseating.com. It's Walker's 29th home for the holidays, and we're filling 35 homes with furniture for those in need. If you know of a family or individual in need, please submit your letter explaining their situation. Go to walkerfurniture.com and click on the Home for the Holidays link. Or mail to Larry Altwitz, 301 South Martin Luther King Boulevard, 89106. The need in our community is greater than ever. Please send in your letters today and help make a difference in someone's life. Klondike Casino is getting ready for the football season. Yes, it's in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway, 444 West Sunset Road. How about some of the football contests? The Gridiron Gold Rush Football Pick'em Contest. Play for free every week at the Klondike. The William Hill Sports Book Football Contest. $1.2 million in available prizes. Play two contests per week at the Klondike and double your chances. A great place to gather with friends. Enjoy a meal at the Klondike Grill, serving up fresh food fast. All the games you love from the strip in the comfort of a neighborhood casino with great rewards from the Players Club. Game day is every day at the Klondike Casino. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business through the years terribles has created deliberately different programs for our loyal customers such as gas for life game day giveaway and many more and now terribles is excited to introduce the all new shop spin and win game exclusively on the terrible social house app just scan your app award code while making a qualifying purchase at any participating terribles location and shop spin and win directly from your phone looks like i'm gonna see you at terribles right terribles deliberately different since 1959 
Well, welcome back. I'm Harvey Hyde with Chuck Hayes. You're listening to USC Trojan Talk, brought to us in Las Vegas by Terrible Herbs and Miller Coors. And in the Inland Empire, we welcome you every Saturday morning from 11 to 12 on AM 1490 on your dial. Chuck, I want to ask you this question, and then we're going to have to say goodnight and good morning to everyone. You went to USC. You went to the UCLA games. You go to the Notre Dame games. You've been down to South Bend when the Trojans have played there. As you, as an individual, which game is the biggest game as far as the year in football? Is, is it is it UCLA for you or is it Notre Dame? I, for me, it's UCLA because it's the city. It's Los Angeles. There's nothing like it. Uh, you're not really playing on the road, whether you play in the Rose Bowl or the Coliseum. It's it's family, and it's a it's a it's a scrabble. You know, it's a it's. It's everybody and everything and everywhere you go. Uh, in Auburn and Alabama, that's one thing. Texas, Oklahoma, Baltimore. This is the city championship. These are people that have roots all the way through, whether it's your family. One side might be UCLA. The other might be SC. might be, you know, in between. You might have brothers that played for UCLA or played at SC like the Farmer Brothers. It's just a tradition and the thrill of a local kid from Pasadena playing in the Rose Bowl with SC going against UCLA where your former teammate is playing on the Bruins side or a Ricky Irvins who used to park cars at the Rose Bowl games playing for SC, playing against UCLA. Coach, the only thing I would say in this, Chip Kelly and Lincoln Riley are really outsiders to this rivalry. We've not seen them together very much, even if at all. In the past, they used to be a lot more collegial. John Robinson and Terry Donnie spent a lot of time together. John McKay and Terry Donnie, one was older, one was younger. It was an interesting dynamic. One more quick question. Uh, Notre Dame, do you think this is their biggest game of the year when they play the Trojans? I think so. I think it's the greatest intersectional rivalry. And so I'm not diminishing Notre Dame at all. Frank Palmerico is a great friend of ours, the captain of the 73 team. The greatest respect for the greatest rivalry. Notre Dame, South Bend, nothing like it in the fall. Thanksgiving weekend, the Coliseum, the greatest of all of them. Well, Chuck, again, uh, I want to thank you very much for joining us here Saturday morning in the Inland Empire on AM 1490 on your dial. For all of you out there, we want to say buckle up every uh, Saturday morning and be with us. And again, in Las Vegas, we thank Justin in the studio. And we thank Terrible Herps and also Miller Coors for their sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk on Thursday nights. And for all of you in the Inland Empire, don't forget Monday night football at the Yamaha Resort and Casino. Just go on in and say, where are the two coot lounge? Two coot lounge. Why? Coming to the Monday night football party, 5.15, you'll be there uh, on time for the game. So, again, I'm Harvey Hyde saying fight on, everyone. Chuck Hayes, again, thank you for joining us. We hope your team wins out there, everyone. Good night and good morning.